Hey everyone, it's Mallow, your host of Identico After Dark and the creative director here for Identico. Before we get started, I just wanted to let you know that this episode is brought to you in part by Gamers Heaven and their newest location just north of Seattle, Washington. There, in a family-friendly and welcoming environment, you can play tabletop or video games, read manga, or just relax with friends and sample some amazing drinks from their boba tea bar. If you want to learn more, log on to GamersHeavenSeattle.com to see hours and location. Now let's get on with the show. Hello, Fringers. The following podcast may not be suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. So we're going to try this from the top again. Yes, I can, have, I, get a, I, I can get redemption. You have redemption. Uh, we have Michael playing Maxi. Hi, everybody. <laughs> okay. That was different. Uh, we have Steph playing uh, the first of our erstwhile hackers, Apex. Hello there. And next, we have our other erstwhile hacker, Joan, played by Kaylee. Every time you do that, I just want to go General Kenobi <laughs> and then hurt my voice. Hello, everybody. <laughs> and finally, we have Caleb playing Zed Lane. Howdy, cats and kittens. There it is. Oh, there no, it is. That way. Okay, love there it, it was. Love it. Okay. It so uh, I suppose we're going to start today with a recap of what happened last week. So uh, starting with the last week, there was a knock on the door from the Silicon City Police Department. They entered their apartment and began questioning Maxie about why he was opening fire at other buildings. After a little bit of back and forth, Zed remembered that he knew a local police precinct captain, name dropped her, and got the cops to back off. After the police left, Zed and Maxie went over to the apartment that had been surveilling theirs. There they found that the surveillance team had left quickly and had been there for at least a week awaiting their arrival. Also in that apartment, they found about 20,000 souls worth of surveillance equipment and an unconscious guy lying in the bathtub. Apex and Chone, meanwhile, began hacking social media accounts and reservation systems for local takeout places to identify the folks surveilling them. Their investigation led them to believe that they were freelancers hired by someone named Redcap. Maxie at that time called a local Merc contact to get some transport who took them from that apartment dropped off the surveillance equipment with Apex and Chone and transported Zed, Maxie, and the body they picked up from the bathtub out to the outskirts of Silicon City in a junkyard where he left them. Meanwhile, Chone and Apex made contact with whoever was hacking in the vicinity of Chone's system. The ent- entity identified itself as Pero, and the entity is insisting that it is their friend. Apex and Chone are able to determine, uh, also during their investigation, that the person in the bathtub had been drugged for some time with ketamine. Uh, Chone then detects that someone has tapped into Zed's watcher. As Chone and Apex attempt to backtrace, a little mini-hacking battle commences, and at the end of it, they learn that the United Nations Information and Observations Group is who's tapping Zed's watcher. A strike team at that point is dispatched to come get the characters, and Zed and Maxie hear multiple rapid orbital insertions of Robs coming in to get them. Wisely. Wait a minute. I don't remember that part. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that's well, that's why we went. We just were rewarded with <laughs> a lot of money again. and sent home. That's why we went across the street. Uh, Zed and Maxie wisely um. decide to beat feet and. Uh, head across the street to a warehouse where they hired the body of the unconscious guy in one tractor trailer and one into the other one. 
as they're waiting, they wait for a little bit, they come out and they realize that someone has snuck in and taken that person's body and left, which is where we're going to pick up today's episode with Zed and Maxi standing outside the back of a tractor trailer and Apex and Shown enjoying yummy snacks and beverages at the apartment. Also, I might have hacked the UN. Oh, sorry. I forgot about that. Part. Yeah, that's kind of a big, that's a big one to leave off. <laughs> oh, that's right. Apex inserted her personal virus into the local IOG system, which I'm sure they're taking very well. You know, I bet they're reading my message and taking it to heart and doing some research on it. For sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's exactly what's happening. That is absolutely what's happening. Yeah. So... <laughs> What would you like to do now? Keeping in mind, you've been in town less than 18 hours. It's three o'clock in the morning. And the world might be coming to an end. Zed, did you see anything? I I saw a bunch of goddamn ships and rovers that probably were going to kill us. But no one on foot, correct? I, uh, I don't think so. Neither did I. Stefan is gone. We are stranded. That is an accurate statement, yes. We should probably return to the penthouse. Yeah. Yeah, this was a great scenic trip. I was going to say unsuccessful. But look look at these lovely sights and sounds of the city. The warehouse. And this trucking organization we seem to have slipped into. Yeah. Let's go home and get some rest. Unless we walk into the building and get arrested. Maybe we can start with a fresh set of eyes in the morning. Would you like to call for a car or would you like me to? I feel like you should because you got us into this. That's only fair. Assigning blame will help nobody at this point. It makes me feel better. <laughs> Understood. And uh, I will call for a car service to pick us up here in the industrial district at this uh, shipping facility. So it takes about 30 minutes before somebody responds because you are way out near the outskirts of mm-hmm. the city. Um, when the driver arrives, he looks around, looks at the two of you, and goes, There's a story there. There is. Indeed. He goes, Well, hop in, guys. Fortunately, no traffic. That's fortuitous. So you start driving back toward the apartment. Uh, Apex and Chone, what are you doing in the interim? I think 
Chone has worked their way through the first large, uh, now currently filled only with orange dust bucket of cheesy balls and is looking vaguely ill. Uh, but they're sitting there on the couch, like with both, both feet up on the couch, kind of hugging their knees to their chest and looking at Apex. And for probably the 13th or 14th time in the past hour, you sent them a virus. Yeah. It's a virus of my own making. I'm quite proud of that one. They were hacking us. It's the government. What do you expect them to be doing? Well, not getting up in my business. I don't know. <laughs> It's what a government is designed to do is get up in your business. Mm. No, like, I mean, did they have a, a warrant to search my information? I don't think so. It's, you know, it's fine. I, I've used that virus before. It's turned out mostly fine. This calls for an emergency Twinkie. And Chone gets up and rummages in their luggage and gets a box of Twinkies out and pulls one out very carefully, returning they, to the couch. Are they standard flavor Twinkies or are they like special Twinkies for like a special occasion? They are actually uh, the 99th, lim- 99th year limited edition original flavor of Twinkie. Wow. You, you, could, you can't get these anymore. They were only on sale for one year and you can't get them anymore. Oh, wow. You're you're busting out the good Twinkies there. You you feeling okay? Well, a little unsteady. I mean, those two, and they wave at the monitor, which has still got the, you know, that watcher and kind of a GPS track of where the other two are. His watcher sees the back of someone's head. Yeah, we're not really paying attention to it. It's just up on a screen. It's playing <laughs> It's playing uh, mid-1920s jazz from the local NPR station on the radio. Okay. And not like hip-cut jazz, like slow jazz. Well, there's actually a small subroutine going that, that the audio isn't playing, but if there's either screaming, gunfire, or bloodshed detected, <laughs> then everything comes back up to full. Oh. Kind of to alert us, but Smart. we really don't Smart. care. That makes sense. Don't really care at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so we are lacking in a body to tell us who those people were. We just have some names. Right. That part is unfortunate. Um, yeah. I, you know, I'm sure we'll find a trail. There, there's always a trail, and we'll we'll get to the bottom of this. It'll be fine. I mean, we got Chone and Apex together, hacking two of us together again. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Yeah, And they break the Twinkie in half and hand half to Apex. Oh, my God. Thank you. (laughs) You are the best. And they, they clink. Twinkies. Tink. <laughs> so, uh, 
you I don't arrive, really have anything to do. <laughs> you arrive so. back at the penthouse. Um, looking a little tired, a little worse for the wear. You gonna all gonna rack out? Maxi will uh, credit the driver and. Oh, uh, I wouldn't mind a ride home if we're calling it for the night. I kind of didn't pack an overnight bag, still in my fancy dinner dress. <laughs> the ride Are we calling it tonight? I think so, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So you grab the same rideshare driver and head back to your apartment, Apex. Sweet. The three of you look at one another. That didn't go well. Good night. Okay, save the debris for tomorrow. Got it. Yeah, we will talk over coffee and breakfast. So you all crash out. How long do your character sleep? Or, or I could see Maxie being like the I sleep only four hours. Yeah, Maxie's Maxie definitely. Uh, if if we're back at the apartment by four, Maxie is up and showered by nine. Okay. Um, and he's spent the hour from eight to nine doing his morning, like morning calisthenic stretches. Uh, broke down and cleaned his pistol from the other night. And he also texted Jose to say we will have to arrange the meet sometime early this mo- or early this afternoon. He sends a thumbs up emoji. Double thumb, double thumbs up, and a winky. <gasps> Ooh, you're awful wordy there. <laughs> by okay. the time that by the time that Maxie's up and doing calisthenics. At one point, they walk by Chone's room, and the doors is mostly open, and Chone is sprawled half in, half out of the bed, like head and shoulders down on the floor, flopped, but it, but their legs are propped up on the bed, just still in like a t-shirt and jeans, snoring slightly. Uh, Maxi will uh, lean in and like grab the door handle and slowly close it. Very polite. Zed, what kind of what kind of beauty sleep does Zed need? So Zed is used to late nights and early mornings, depending on uh, the scene and what he's doing at the time. Uh, given the events of this past night, though, I think he crashed straight out, taking care, of course, to hang up his clothes, nice pleat, you know, wooden hangers. Um I will roll out of bed. Probably also roll out of bed around eight. But as opposed to Maxi, I'm doing a very intense skincare reg- regime <laughs> instead of a physical calisthenic regime. So I've got to keep the moneymaker looking good. Yes. Yes. Mm. This is the moneymaker. So, you know, powders, little rollers, probably little strips, face mask. Oh, yeah. The whole, the whole nine yards, as the kids say. Okay, fair enough. Um, Apex, you finally get home at about four. What time are you rolling out of bed? <laughs> uh, well, so Apex, 
usually likes late nights, late mornings, but when she's in work mode, she tries to get up a little earlier. So um, I think I probably wake up like around like 8.39, um, you know, get get cleaned up, get changed into my nano silk overalls and shirt, um, use my, my glam and change my hair back to its normal uh, neon blue. And then I'm definitely gonna stop by a coffee shop on my way over to their place and get like a triple shot latte. Like, See, I, I just, may be up and going, but I'm not functional until I drink the coffee. I, I yeah. just kind of assumed, uh, I assumed Apex would be sleeping until the feds knocked down her door. <laughs> I don't know why they'd be knocking down my door. I just, you know. Cough, virus cough. Cough, <laughs> virus cough. So. Once uh, Chone, Zed, and Max are up, you all notice that you have a group email from your VP asking for, you know, basically status update. Uh, status indicates that you landed. Anything that we need to know? How was your first day in Silicon City? <laughs> Maxi Chone prepares. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Kaylee. Chone, Chone checks the, their email and comes out of their room uh still in yesterday's clothes throws it up on a, a display for everyone to see then walks over to the kitchen area where there's actually a really nice like very fancy espresso machine and they begin to do something very arcane with it that me not being a coffee aficionado would have no clue in describing but it's very impressive yep they yeah, they make a Z. Whatever the coffee equivalent of Z is, that is what they make. Okay. And it's and it's Love it's it. a grande. It's, okay. it's really big. Uh, and while that's brewing, they go and take a very fast shower and change into fresh clothes, which look exactly like the clothes they were wearing. Maxie's got uh, got some basic uh, healthy proteins prepped for everybody. Uh, he's cooking eggs and uh and you know a, a light breakfast in in one or two pans with his left hand and he looks like he is sending a note on the right through his device fresh food is just always good for breakfast too and um and then uh i don't know if this happens concurrently but uh is the email on the screen just is it an actual email client or is it just a copy of the email that was sent it's a copy of the email. Okay, because then what pop? Okay, then then uh, that's just a copy of the email. The everyone probably gets copied on the response that Maxi sent, which is a full accounting of everything he did. Oh boy, everything he did. <laughs> now, does Maxi include everything that happened, or just everything that Maxi did? By you know, by rights, Maxi would fill out a report to the to the full extent. Now, Maxi Maxi would not be holding anything back. How? How aware is Maxi, not Michael, but Maxi, mm -hmm. that, you know, Apex might have hacked the United Nations? Uh, likely unaware. Okay. So Maxi can only report on the events that he witnessed or was involved in, and so he would do that. It reads like an incident report. Like, exactly. we noted that we were being surveilled. I fired. Yep. The police came. We went over here. We did this. Only what he directly can observe and not infer. Correct. Okay. Yep. Great. All right. It's very, much like, it's very much like a, an officer would fill out an incident report for something that occurred that yep. they were involved in. Um, Chone and Zed, what you notice is there's some key details left out of Maxie's report because he didn't see it that 
probably better that they didn't know is your first thought process. Probably correct. You're welcome. (laughs) Thank Thank you for being literal. (laughs) Yeah, you... What in the from the other room you can hear the shower going and Chun's voice is dictating a response to the original email, giving just kind of a high-level overview of yeah, we arrived in Silicon City, we met a contact, uh, we got a briefing on the lay of the land, you know, this is our primary uh, our primary target we're thinking about. Oh, there was some gunfire and investigation, but it was all taken care of. It's not a problem. And uh, we're on the trail of some new information. It's very, very high level and uh, pleasant sounding and doesn't mention anything all about illegal hacks or, you know, kidnapped people or the UN. So Zed is coming out of the bedroom looking sharp uh, nice slacks open collar shirt skin like a 22 year old beautiful (laughs) I'm reading my email I see Maxie's email response come up I start to type and then I see the little you are no longer responding to the most recent message so I delete that go back to the other one that Chone was sending I read that one uh, I decide to reply back to the original email. So now there are three different threads because that's <laughs> such a sleaze bag. Of course. Thing, in- especially intentionally. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh. And did you reply all or just reply to the originator so we don't see anything? Oh, no, I replied all. So, okay. <laughs> that's, that's more of a dick move. Because that's the best way to funk up an email chain. Yes. <laughs> and my response is everything's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and I okay. proceed to <laughs> I see the uh, ultra fancy one button espresso latte machine and I go and get the French press out of the cupboard and make okay. some good coffee okay mm. <laughs> which is hilarious because Maxi used the instant coffee mix <laughs> so Apex you arrive at the apartment at the tail end of breakfast as they are all kind of, you know, finishing up cups of coffee and, you know, kind of munching on the last little bit of food. There's a plate of like, there's a, there's some eggs. There's a, there's a small stack of crepes and a few pieces of uh, unsalted bacon and And some some fresh fruit. There's also a carbon copy of Chone's drink sitting at a spot left for you. Oh, you guys have all this food. This is great. I, I kind of see us like there's that big kind of quasi conference table mm-hmm. with the screen built into it. So I think mm-hmm. we're all sitting around it kind of lounging and we've got plates and cups at various points. And then in between all of our meals, we're moving screens around and looking at pictures. Uh, I'm definitely sitting with my feet kicked up on another chair, kind of lounging back, relaxing with my coffee. Nice. I will start eating and I'm drinking the the latte that I brought and also the coffee that Chone made. <laughs> Don't let good coffee go to waste. <laughs> so, how was your night? Well, we're not dead. We're in prison. Everyone was awake so early. 
Yeah. Not not dead and not in prison is good. It's good in my book. We have a busy day ahead of us. Do we? What do game tell? plan? What exactly are we going to do today? Well, we should probably yeah, determine. We <laughs> I think it's not fine. do that, please. That's... <laughs> is everyone done? Um. Yeah, done. <laughs> we should probably find. Actually, who... I'm thinking we should probably. <laughs> Maxie will stand up and start collecting everyone's plates from the table. <laughs> and take him in the kitchen. Thank you. Zed, you've hurt his feelings. You should probably apologize. Don't, assu don't assume it was Zed. Uh, I think we're even for almost getting killed last night at this point. Chone leans over to Apex. What did you do to him? What What did I do? Well, what? he said not to assume it was Zed. What did I do? I don't know, but he's mad. I, I didn't do anything to him. Maxie, are I you know. mad? Maxie's doing the dishes. Maxie! Maxie! <laughs> Maxie, what did I do? So what's the game plan? Ooh, and he's and he's he's scrubbing, he's scrubbing dishes and some of the flatware, and he's hand drying everything. I think we're fine, guys. I think it's all. Good. All right. So there's our actual job, but then there's all this other stuff that is coming up. Uh, if memory serves me right, there was a mixer party thing tonight is that tonight I don't remember I believe so so I want to be there um, the party yeah sure. I mean one Oof. it's a party okay uh, uh. <laughs> and, and if we are looking at some corporate intrigue and uh, getting the goods on people so we can make a uh, make our impact on the city uh, a party is going to be the best place to find everything that they don't want us to know so I'll be there okay I would suggest we all attend yeah we can we can do some on-site hacking and we can da go know. dancing yeah. Joan does a very bad rendition of the robot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can like rub elbows or whatever it is you guys are uh, wanting to do. To I was know. simply thinking that proximity would give you better access to devices. It, it can do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there, if you if fun. you choose to enjoy yourself, then that is that is up to you. I mean. <laughs> Hacking is enjoyable to me, but <laughs> also partying can be fun. Yeah, I should have clarified. I meant at the party, enjoying yourself. Yes. As a consequence of being at a party, not. Uh... Yes. Okay, now that party's been explained, <laughs> what's our game plan? Are we just going and just letting you do your things, Ed, or is there anybody specific we we want to we want to target? So I will, 
do the digital equivalent of like throwing a manila file <laughs> across the table, uh, just like in the movies where all the pictures spread out perfectly. Sure. Um, so one of the first things I did yesterday <clears throat> was start looking at the invite list, um, different people, because I'm studying, you know, the style, the interactions, how I can blend in nicely. So not so much an, uh, an invite list. It's it's a general mixer. So it's basically kind of open to anybody. But the only people who are going to know about it are, are yuppie types who work in the industries who are mid-level or above okay at some of the larger corps um the so the current style in silicon city is they're kind of having a resurgence of big band so no djs yeah. but they're actually going to have like a 15 piece big band style like group who's local up on stage playing for this party it, i i would like it to be like a cover of Brian Setzer. I think that would be hilarious. Brian Setzer, Jr. Jr. Yes. <laughs> uh, just so I don't hit terms of service, we will call it uh, something else. <laughs> Bobby, Bob, Bobby Seltzer's. Yeah, Bobby Seltzer. Bobby Seltzer's Big Band Jamboree. Bobby Seltzer. Yeah. Oh, my God. So could we that's could we have style. the opening could we have the opening group be the uh, bitey bitey moss tones? <laughs> it's they're they're a druidic group yes. out, of, out of northern out of northern Washington. And no no one knows who they were. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that's the style of party that it is. Uh, again, it's a it's a mixer. It's a place you go and just get hammered and make contacts. I think I let me rephrase that. Would it have been fair that I could have done a little bit of uh, like social media research on who's posting about that the fact they're going to be there? Yeah, there's some of that. Yeah, not like I'm trying to track down a specific person, but I want to know names and faces. Okay. Uh, you got some mid-level R&D people from Dynamic Design. You have some folks from Identico Corp. Mm -hmm. um, some of the other smaller groups that are out there. Um, give me... Hmm, I would say I need either like a Intel analysis, counterintelligence, or something along those lines. Some sort of espionage. So uh, Zed does not have anything espionage related. He is all just uh, social skill based. God, if only you knew somebody or some buddies that could help. I, I definitely have some friends I could call on for this. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> yeah, yeah, workplace. <laughs> workplace associates. Yeah. Yeah, sitting yeah. at the table. Yeah. yeah, I think that's probably more Chone's expertise. What do you got, Chone? Oh, I've got either one. Let's do a little intel analysis because this seems like a good pattern matching type thing. Okay. Okay. So Chone pulls out their their tablet and just starts doing the little, the little keyboard dance. And I can't keep my dice in the tray. That's just going to be that kind of roll tonight. 29 for intel analysis. 
Okay. Um, there's a lot of folks from dynamic design. There's also a lot of folks from urban warfare industries, like a bunch of them. Uh, I'll just start creating like catalog lists of who I can find talking about it and group them yeah. by company. So, um, actually, as you're kind of going through it, you're getting the impression that some sort of like quiet mergers being dealt right now. Hmm. These don't. I mean, look at this. It's it's very. Isn't it kind of odd that all these people should be together in the same spot? That they're you know maybe looking to become one people. Hint, hint. Yeah, I kind of thought we knew that already. You know it, but this is further confirmation. It hasn't been made public. And, sorry, who was it who was potentially merging? It was Urban dynamic Warfare and, the, yeah. Okay. yeah. Dynamic Design. Yep. Okay. So, uh, one, okay. one of the areas where Dynamic has has not had a lot of success is military or corp level security contracts because their stuff is more streetwear style cybernetics. UWI on the other hand is like the hip weapon ready to buy, right? Mm -hmm. Like, like Boz Lerman, Romeo and Juliet. We do cool looking guns. <laughs> okay. Would you like customized magazines with your family crest on it? We make that for you, but they do have a lot of high end corp security contracts. Their stuff's a little too expensive for most militaries to use, um, but it's definitely something they're looking at. Private militaries, however, eat that stuff up. Yes. And specifically, like, freelancers and, and like, like high-end corp, like, special response teams, those kind of people, they tend to really eat it up. And that's a, a market that Dynamic doesn't have right now. So it's possible that at the very least, they're doing some sort of <clears throat> joint contract or joint project, if not gathering some power and joining up there. That's definitely something to be more aware of, given our actual job right now. Yes, perhaps mm -hmm. simply using the event as cover for a meeting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, who's, who's going to really pay attention at a party like this? Exactly. So, if we if we can also then just gather intel on what deals they're making that we can take back, do a little bit more research on and try to figure out uh, what our next move is, what levers we can push to try to swing things in our favor. Mm, sabotage the merger. Got it. Yeah. Wait. But but this gathering this evening would be simply information gathering, correct? Am taking I, no, taking am, no action. I sure hope so. Well, I mean, unless you know an opportunity presents itself. Yeah, I I I don't want to go into anything half cocked. I definitely want to strategize on this. Uh, but if there is a prime opportunity, I don't want to pass it up. But that's tonight. Uh, in between now and then, 
what is our next move? Cone, give me a counterintelligence roll. 19. There has been... The, the thing that strikes you is there's been a weird amount of magnifying on your team since you landed. Yeah, there's... Right? Well... So that strikes you as a little funky because not to be like insulting, but your corp is not exactly what you would call a major global player. Yeah. Right. But we're being, and other than the virus, we shouldn't be being looked at this much. Right. But you got to remember it was the UN who started hacking you, not the other way around. Okay. Right. And, <laughs> and also, so, so trying to figure out, so the problem is, is there's a long list of people that could have contracted that, that fixer to hire those freelancers to freelancers to surveil you. So another avenue that strikes you is figuring out who's been paying attention to you mm -hmm. and why all these people are suddenly paying attention to you would be the key to starting. Yep. So we, we tracked down information that the freelancers had probably been hired by someone calling themselves a red cap, right? Yep. Yes. Do we know anything else about Redcap? Well, he's in the room right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> Mike, Mike, oh, we got it. Visual joke. Yeah. So, oh, sorry, podcast <laughs> listeners in the future. Michael's wearing a red hat. <laughs> <laughs> well played. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> um, I don't think we actually know anything about Red Cap, but so that might be a place to start. Do you two, either of you two, have any contacts in the area, or you three actually, Apex? You you're around this area, mm -hmm. who might be able to get us some information about this Red Cap? I, I feel like that might think be a I maxi move. And some ID points. <laughs> Ooh, maxi. <laughs> Maxi was talking to a couple people. Not true. True. But does everyone know that? I don't think so. Mm -hmm. I know that. Well, I know that. Uh, I know. Let's somebody see. came to pick you Zed. Up. Well, Zed knows because uh, I told Zed specifically about my meeting with Jose and that I invited him to come. Mm -hmm. Right. But I did ask if anybody else knows anybody. Yeah, you so, just this, did. So I was I was I was just yeah. trying to say before okay. Maxi says anything, I'm fairly sure nobody else except Zed knows. Correct. Yeah, I don't think so. And so from the kitchen, uh Maxi will see it simply say uh, I have reached out to a local contact I have named Jose. I have passed along some of the names that we were fed from the receipts and information that was gathered yesterday, uh, as well as some of the information that we have about Stefan. Um, and I'm hoping that he will be able to return us with return to us with some more information about those characters today. All right. Is there anything okay. else I should pass on to Jose? Uh, the information about this red cap person. And and again, over on his device, you've got uh, Maxi sending a little message over to Jose. Uh, also add information on, and then in parentheses, red cap. Uh, you get an immediate response. Red cap? Am I reading that right? 
in text form and uh like a thumb emoji send back a thumb emoji you sure about that uh two thumb emojis (laughs) and then i send him back the okay symbol (laughs) jose goes give me a couple hours and, and he's texting you back and you see the little dot 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 seeing that he's typing and then it stops for a minute he starts typing again he goes why don't we meet for lunch like a late lunch uh, and <laughs> Maxi texts back perfect I should be hungry by that time He sends you an address. And uh, Maxi will grab that address and like kind of throw it up on the big screen. Uh, It looks like a little cafe near Fisherman's Wharf. This is where I'll be meeting Jose for lunch. What time? And Maxi looks at Joan for a moment and then looks back down to the device. What time? Question. Mark. <laughs> he says, he he replies back. How's one o'clock? Question mark. And another okay symbol. <laughs> one o'clock. All right. I suggest we get there and get into place beforehand. Oh. I don't know that we need to surveil Jose. He's a known contact for myself, unless that's something the group would like to do. And if you're sure and you're comfortable with him. I was just remembering how much trouble you two got in on your own. Figured we could all go (laughs) if you wanted some backup. You're correct. Better safe than sorry. We all need to eat, so... I feel like less than half of that was my fault. (laughs) Again, uh, placing blame provides us no actual benefits. It makes me feel better. (laughs) Maxie's still Maxie's still in the kitchen. Maxie is is mixing a cup of instant coffee right now. It's kind of like a big open concept area, except for the bedroom. So you can basically see from one side of the penthouse mm-hmm. all the way to the other. Yeah. So That's what I like, figured. the kitchen's kind of like just like an imaginary line on the wall or on the okay. floor that leads to countertops and yeah, like literally Maxie is taking a moment to to like pour grounds into a cup and hot water, and he's just stirring, and he looks over and just stares at Zed while he's stirring and then lifts the cup and puts the cup back down. There's a screen behind Maxie's head that pops up with a quick, uh, like an Excel graph that shows blame benefit analysis and it has Maxie at 50.1% and Maxie at 49.9. Nice. Perfect. Okay. So unless there's anything, oh, actually the last thing that happened, um, as you were uh, finishing up that conversation, a drone flies over your balcony and drops a box on your balcony. Uh, at the sound of the box hitting away. the balcony, at the sound of the box, Maxie's left hand pulls back, like pulls behind his coat and his pistol <laughs> comes out and is pointing at the porch. It's at just the- closed. It- 
Just close. Are you sure? And then then a second drone drops another box. Is it ticking? It's probably shoes. So uh, he he lifts his pistol and like puts the safety on and puts it back bullet. Those are really small shoes. So there are two boxes. One is addressed to Zed. It has clothes, and the other is addressed to Chon. Ooh, I go open it. It's the thing that you ordered. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Chon just kind of shakes their head and then walks over to Maxi, and just kind of sets the box down next to Maxi's coffee making. It's a Open box. It. What is this for? Hmm. It's a peace offering. Were we at war? Well, I know you and Apex were kind of butting heads a little bit, and I just thought this would make you feel better. I don't believe I was butting heads with anybody, but uh, I guess I will say thank you. Uh, what is in the box? It's Open an- it. Go ahead. Open it. Uh, with a flick of his wrist, there's a knife in Maxie's hand, and he just slices the box open. Uh, it's an assortment of ammunition. It's a hundred rounds, right? Almost like Hawkeye style. So there's ten rounds of armor piercing, ten rounds of uh, stopperific, ten rounds of nymph. Like, it's just a variety of rounds for the caliber of pistol that you have in your holster. Oh, this will be useful. Thank you. Very sweet. Chun turns around and walks back. Towards, once his back is to Max, he's like, I promised myself I wouldn't get emotional. Oh, wait. Don't need uh, Maxi again sips coffee with his right hand and his left hand he's ejected the magazine from the pistol and is like kicking shells onto the counter <laughs> what kind of shells would Maxi like to load um let's go with the armor piercing shells okay because why not <laughs> mini sabos they look like little needles Uh, uh, as as Maxi is loading these shells into the magazine, uh, a, a, a small smile does kind of pop up on his face <laughs> briefly, and then it just goes back to normal before his face breaks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, real fast forward a bit. Is there anything anyone would like to do before we uh, move on to lunch? Nope. No, I'll just keep doing general research about style, attitude, what's hip. For a lot of these, like, after hours things, again, it's a very 1920s feel. Flapper dresses are in right now. Right. Like, like, but it's weird because it's kind of this amalgamation of 20s through 40s, right? It's like you'll see a mix of, like, zoot suits and then like these very uh, like old school like godfather like shiny suits i mean more than anything zed is a lot of pocket squares oh i love (laughs) a good pocket square more than anything zed is just absorbing the local culture so that when he walks into a room no one really knows that he's not part of the scene so there's basically 
three primary subcultures. There's a very punk subculture um, that's mostly the East Bay area, right? A lot of tattoos, Liberty Spikes, Mohawks, very much Apex. It's Apex as part of town. He started describing that and I thought, oh, Apex. <laughs> right. And then the closer you get to the San Francisco side, the West Bay, it's more, again, that 1920s to 1940s, like early Americana, that kind of a vibe. A lot of, a lot of hats, right? Hats are very big. Pocket squares are very big. Um, the South Bay is very hippie. Right? Like crunchy, crunchy, granola, crunchy, crunchy. But we also do software. <laughs> right? But I live in a yurt. With really great Wi-Fi. <laughs> With really great <laughs> Wi-Fi. Okay. Does that make sense? Got it. Mm -hmm. So it's it's kind of all about where you want to be. Man. <laughs> if I smell patchouli, I'm off this job. <laughs> <laughs> no patchouli, Zed. Zed's research literally is exists. He's watching social media feeds for Ryan Seacrest the Fifth. <laughs> that's more. That's more uh, Angel City than Silicon City. No, this is like, you know, again, it's still sorry, very much uh, a tech haven. Sorry, Phyllis Wozniak. Yeah, there you go. So, all right. So, are you driving to the wharf, or are you getting a car share? What are you doing? Well, we don't have a car, right? I mean, we, we get a car. We've got the budget. Let's just get a ride. Uh, okay. Well, Carvana's there. They uh, you can get on the website. What kind of car are you looking for? Armored SUV. Some... <laughs> okay. Uh, how many passengers? One, two, three, four. Let's say five with room for a couple bodies. Okay, so like fold down like third row seating. Yeah. Uh, are you looking for a midsize or a full size SUV? Let's do full size. Who, oh. are, Dan, I'm assuming Chone is doing the shopping. Uh, <laughs> like clicking buttons. If, yeah, if, if this topic of conversation comes up, Maxie would recommend that we we get ourselves a vehicle that can be used in combat if necessary. And a vehicle that would also be not very noticeable. Something discreet. Gotcha. Chone takes the spinners off of it. <laughs> Get the one with the extra cup holders, though. Oh, yeah. This one. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah, one. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, extra Maxie, Maxie <laughs> shrugs and goes to pack his bag. <laughs> it has interior computer monitors uh, mounted into the uh, front seats that look onto the second row. It's it's very nicely full tech package, everything. That'll be 90,000 souls. Okay. Is it armored? Yeah. Okay. Just checking. Run flat tires. Yep. That's not abnormal. Okay. okay. Just checking. Oh, a credit card needed delivered. Yep. So you uh, you fill out the appropriate requisition cards after you swipe it, and they tell you it will be there in forty five minutes. Cool. Okay. That's nice. Uh, the concierge from the uh, lower portion uh, brings up the set of keys. Says someone dropped this for you in the garage, and brings you oh. a, a fob. Excellent. Thank you very much. Make sure to tip him nicely. Hey, quick question for you. Yes. I know that uh, privacy is important to to you. Sure. But uh, has anybody been asking around about us? 
So I had heard a rumor that someone did ask the janitorial staff uh, who was coming to lease this penthouse, but I don't have mm-hmm. any more information than that. That was a couple well, of weeks. Well, and I'll tip him 100 souls. If you find out anything more about it, I'll double that. Oh, thank you very much. I'll see what I can find out. Thank you. Okay. Shown. And uh, looking between Maxi and Zed, Chone holds up the key fob. Which one of you two drives? Not me. They throw the keys at Maxi. And they go right by him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does Maxi know how to drive? Yeah. Oh, okay. Pretty well. Okay, so uh, about half your nav system says it should take you about 15, 20 minutes to get there. Uh, there is valet parking at the site. I assume this counts as armored vehicle? Yeah. Okay. No, well, technically... Will this, this be automobile? As, yeah, just, just an automobile. Armored okay. vehicle would be like a tank. Okay. Well, if we ever come across one of those... <laughs> In case you ever I mean, want to <laughs> steal I a lab... Just in case. I have to get (laughs) approval for that. (laughs) Uh, Maxie will will bend down and pick up the key fob, put it in his pocket, and um, go to get his bag. Okay. So you all head over to Fisherman's Wharf. Uh, Are you using? You approach the building. Uh, It's a five-story building. Uh, They're just packed in here. it's only a two-lane road coming down this area, but there is valet parking, or you can drive around and see what you could find. Before we exit the vehicle, I'd like to just verify. Are you all coming in to eat lunch with myself and my contact, or are you here of your own volition, separate from my meeting? I think that's up to you. I can We're here to support you. You're here to get information. Let's be blunt about it. And if you'd like to meet Jose, I will introduce you. However, I will need time to introduce you first. I cannot just have you walk into the room with me. I have to lead you in. Jose is a little jumpy and doesn't appreciate big surprises. Then if we're being blunt, we're here in case shit goes south and you need us to help. I don't need to meet your friend. We just need to be nearby in case you need assistance. Very good. Also, the food's great here, so... Yeah, what if... Okay, we need to go in then. (laughs) What if if the two of you grab a table nearby and uh, the two of us sit down with your buddy? I believe that's fine. I, I did inform him that you may be attending with me. There we go. And we can we can just text or call if we need something. We'll go in first then, so we're already there. So uh, the place is called Luann's Fish Shack. It's seafood. And it's right on the wharf. And the, uh, You don't the say. Host, the host says, would you like uh, rooftop seating or would you like to sit down somewhere inside? Rooftop. 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 Very good. Follow me. 
and the host leads you upstairs, uh, up three flights of stairs, and you reach the thing. There's a decked roof. It's a composite gray decking, and it's very nice. There's like a trellis above it with like what looks like at night they turn on like those little like antique looking lights, right? The host leads you to a table in the northwest corner and motions you to sit. Okay. Uh, we can have in-person service, or you can use the glow on the uh, attached to the table, whatever's more comfortable for you. Uh, if you need anything, just press the red call button in the center of the display, and someone will be here. Thank you. Have a great day. And the host wanders off. We're on an expense account, so eat what you want. Ooh. In that case. <laughs> Apex is getting the lobster. Yeah, Apex also starts selecting like various appetizers for them to try. And the col- the fried calamari. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, and the lobster. <laughs> Maxi and Zed, you're right behind and you come up to the host. Good afternoon, be- gentlemen. I believe there may be a party waiting for us. Name? Philip. He goes, I don't have a Philip. Are you sure you may want to check again? Let me ask. And he uh, pulls out a different glow from underneath the host station and types the stuff in it. He goes, ah, yes, I see it right here. Uh, Follow me. And he also leads you up three flights of stairs uh, to the roof, but to the uh, southeast corner where you see Jose sitting at a table drinking a daiquiri. I'd like to say Jose is dressed in uh, kind of linen pants. He's wearing some open-toed sandals, uh, a nice crisp linen shirt, sunglasses, Yep. drinking a drink with an umbrella in it. Yeah, it's a daiquiri. For sure. He goes, ah, there you are. Sit down. Philip, it is good to see you. You too, man. So uh, sit down, order a drink, and then tell me why you're trying to get me killed. Uh, uh, before uh, we sit, this is my associate, Zed. Hey. Now, Zed, are you opening up your watcher to Apex and Chone? Yes. Okay. So Apex and Chone. whoever else is out there. <laughs> just the UN. Yeah, it's just yeah. an addition. It's fine. Uh, the roof, the rooftop deck is about half full right now. Uh, there's various parties, people. There's a, a bar on the right side with like single person seating on the northeast corner. Uh, so Jose motions you to sit. He goes, Mojito? That will be fine. I really like the mojitos here. Um, uh, let's see. And then Maxi will look around and say, you certainly don't need that many men. It's just myself and said, it's not for you. Understood. Hmm. So do you order drinks? What are you doing? Uh, uh, Maxi will take the mojito as offered. 
said. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll take whatever he recommends. Uh, a couple of minutes later, someone brings two mojitos, sets them down in front of you. Uh, Apex and Shone, your first drinks arrive, as well as your first round of appetizers. Excellent. What are the round things? Oh, you've got to try that. Yeah, dip it in the sauce first, though. Yeah, it's better okay. than the sauce. <laughs> I apologize if the requests I have made have put you in some kind of danger. He goes, what do you want with red cap? It may be best if my associate explains, said. Well, right now we're just trying to get some information. Okay. Um, and um, yeah, we we don't really know who this person is, but mm-hmm. it does seem, based on your description, that someone of importance. Mm-hmm. And we're definitely trying to understand why this person has interest in us and our our little group. He goes, well, you're right about the first thing. As for the last thing, man, I can't tell you. I don't know why, but you definitely tick. You definitely tick somebody's boxes. Okay, they're watching you for a reason. Definitely want to understand that reason. Maybe the simple question would be best to get out of the way. Then, uh, who is Redcap? What is Redcap? He's a fixer with one client. And the client is... Nobody knows. Hmm. We know that Red Crab has one client. We know his client's been around for a minute. And it's an organization that nobody knows the name of. It's whispered. It's talked about. But you run across him, you stay the hell out the way. But the jobs that Red Cap does must be associated to some larger organization yep, in the grand scheme of things. Yep. This organization, I just don't know who they are. No one really does. But who do Red Cap's activities benefit? He goes, don't know. Understood. What about the other names I was able to send? <sighs> They're mid-grade freelancers. They're locals, which fits with Redcap's MO. He tends to hire locals for whatever he's trying to do. But if they're looking at you, they're a reason. I don't know what it is. He goes, but if he wants a free advice, I'd go back to Brazil. We prefer the weather here currently. It is nice, isn't it? And he takes a sip of his drink. While passed, I have, he passes the glow to you too, and is like, "Order food. It's on me." Uh, feel free, Zed. Uh, while we have you here, uh, may I also procure a local vehicle, something that is perhaps unmarked and let's simply say off the grid. Yep, I'll send you a number. Thank you. He pulls out his glow and texts you a uh, a, a data term. Thank you. Call that guy. He'll help you out. 
they're good. We may also be in contact soon regarding further equipment we may require while we are in town. Sure. And I would ask that, if possible, if you could continue looking at information about this red cap person. I'm not going to be able to get much more, but I can point you to somebody who might be able to help you, but it's going to cost you. Luckily, the the tab is open, as it were. It ain't money, buddy. It's favors. We got deep pockets on this job. It's all right. <laughs> I told you, man, it ain't money. It's work. <clears throat> you can put a favor in a pocket. It's up to you. Yeah, I'm just telling you, if you, if you you start digging down this hole, I don't know how far deep it goes. What whatever contact information you have for this person, we'll accept. We'll accept it. OK. We'll determine if the price is too high. He <clears throat> he forwards you an address and a name. All right. The address is in the East Bay. Uh, it looks like it's like a when you kind of put it through your glow, it looks like a dive bar on the east side of Oakland called the Rusty Knife. All right. Well, uh, not realizing that they are looking through Zed's Watcher, I will send this information over to Joan and to Apex. I'll Apex. respond with a thumbs up emoji. Apex, you are familiar with the with the rusty knife. It's a very common hangout for uh, the kind term would be activists. Okay. What sort of activists? Like we blow up corporate convoys. We don't like anybody. Gotcha. Those kind. Gotcha. Um, I I will send back a message that says, "Um, that's pretty dodgy place." You sure? Um, Maxi sees the message, but then pockets his phone because he's in the middle of a, a meeting and he doesn't want to be rude to his contact. <laughs> Uh, Jose's sitting there just doing like small talk with Zed, like mm -hmm. you know, like hey, so I was down this place up in Portland and it was great, and there was this other place and they had these strippers of all kinds, and like he's just at this point, Jose's like strippers. You say, can you describe the strippers? <laughs> he begins describing them in detail. Maxi, <laughs> Maxi is doing his best to entertain small talk. And Zed is, of course, excellent at this type of small talk and keeping the conversation going. Uh, he's also <laughs> ordering a nice ahi steak, uh, maybe some crab risotto. Okay. A couple plates of sushi. Yep. So you get through lunch. Um, Jose sends you a data file with some basic dossiers on the three freelancers that were surveilling your apartment. Um, he goes, the, th the fourth one, it's interesting. He goes, cause I had something on him and now it's gone. Stefan has gone off the grid. Yes. 
more than that like near as my best folks could tell he didn't exist more than two months ago and he don't exist anymore that tracks just we had our hands on Stefan and unfortunately lost him in a small struggle who retreat we don't know some guesses he goes i get the feeling that you opened a can of worms here buddy i'm not sure how but you did it wouldn't be the first time i've tried to fish with the wrong bait (laughs) you talk about that one time in greenland the dynamite worked (laughs) perfectly well did you ever so tell just, that? It just did, story? It just did not leave very much whale for us to collect. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> definitely do not know that story. <laughs> Here you go. Believe it or not, that one went better than Sweden. <laughs> I thought we weren't going to talk about Sweden. <laughs> You're right, man. My bad. My bad. There are very few things we cannot discuss, Jose, but uh, Sweden is one of them. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So uh, you all finish your lunch. Jose, before you're even done, like bids you adieu. Uh, he leaves you a, uh, he, he leaves you a couple of cigars. He goes, before, are, I like these. Uh, I was going to say, before the end of the meal, uh, Maxi, and again, the in the... Uh, thought of full disclosure will look over his shoulder i'm sure you know my other two compatriots yeah i knew you were here in town with some folks and then maxi will turn over his shoulder and kind of motion to apex and chone to come to the table apex and chone, chone are enjoying their lunch it's a very it's very good chone is like notices and is like deer in the headlights with a mouthful of sushi like chopsticks like hanging out of their <laughs> mouth uh, I guess we go for now I will stand up and head over so. to the table <laughs> hey nice to meet you I'm Apex he like kind of Nazi goes, nice to meet you. He goes, I've heard about you. Oh, have you? Yeah, you got a little bit of a reputation around town. Oh, that's that's amazing. Thanks. Chone elbows Apex and grins at her. <laughs> yeah. Look at who the star is. And this is uh, my other friend and co-worker Chone. Chone, this is Jose. You've been with Omni your whole time, haven't you, Joan? You've got some pretty good intel uh, recovery assets on your team, too. That's what they pay me for. That's Listen, what I thats what I pay you for. Yeah, well, this one's on the house for what I gave you today. So is lunch. A favor? Yep. This one's because I'm not sure if you're going to live another week. We'll live. <laughs> I'm I'm sure you'll have time to collect. Eh, 
I've been, uh, I've always been fond of you, Maxie. And I've enjoyed my time with you as well, Jose. Have uh, a good one. Say, hold on, hold on. Uh, this, this restaurant, this, this dive bar that you sent them. Yeah. You know, that's in a really, uh, I know dodgy place, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And if Lillian's willing to talk to you, she could tell you who Redcap works for. I just don't know if you want the answer to that question or if you want to pay the price for that information. What was the name again? Because you gave us the name of the bar, but not the name of the person. Lillian. Would I have heard of her by reputation or anything? Yeah. Yep, you have. Okay. Like super dangerous kind of person? She is basically like the shiv in corporate intelligence like she is known for finding corporate spooks outing them or getting rid of them well she's efficient i can say that uh we're getting in deep for talking to her and it has been less than 48 hours yeah. Once again, Maxie, you move really fast, my brother. And he <laughs> kind of does a little finger salute and leaves you some cigars. Says, stay as long as you like. I said, it's on me. See you guys um, later. As Jose leaves, I, I'd like that uh, as Jose stands up from the table, every other table on the roof, the men stand up, the people stand up, and they follow Jose out. Yep, all but one of the tables. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's it like family of tourists or something. <laughs> no, that is his that is his detail. Okay. Um interesting connection you have. He's got some year some years in the info. making. Yeah. Huh. Okay, well, we have a lead. We have a lead. Of. It's a scary lead. So you have you now have dossiers on the three freelancers. You know Red Cap is who hired them. You have somebody who knows supposedly who Red Cap is. And then you've got the party with the merger. Do we want to try this rusty place before the party? Well, if it's as dangerous as you say it is, Apex, I don't want to walk in there as a group. Uh, plus, we don't know when this Lillian is going to be there. What can you tell us, tell us about her, Apex? Gosh, what kind of information would I have? <laughs> Maxi listens and he takes one sip out of the mojito and then he picks the crushed mint out and just starts chewing on it. <laughs> uh, basically what I told you, she's known for she's a she's a former merc. Rumor is she used to be a court mercenary, but now she like her target is nothing but corporate spies. Like she like she's on them with a vengeance. And Does she so, work for the corpse or nope. against she, against them like okay. specifically oh she's she, gonna love us she uh she doesn't take money she just she does what she does for whatever reason she does right uh her crew is supposed to number 20 or 30 people and they're all super loyal to her 
Uh, so she's she's pretty intense. She's very anti-corp, so I would not mention where you work. Um, I really hate to say it, but it might be better for me to talk to her. <laughs> because, uh, you know, if she knows who I am or licks into who I am, I- I'm going to... S- seem to be on a similar side as her uh versus you guys (laughs) she might not respond too well yeah that feels like a good way to start the conversation a little if the potential for violence exists i will be nearby i do appreciate that because i do not like the idea of just volunteering myself to go in there and uh, well i'm sure you could (laughs) call her or leave her a message before we just show up at the door Oof. Perhaps send a gift. There's a couple of message boards for people are known to frequent that you're aware of Apex. Okay. Um, it's local, local, kind of like a combination of local job slash meme board. <laughs> I find when beginning a new relationship, a gift is often a good way to break the ice. Gotcha. Um, so Apex is going to go on one of these message boards and she's going to post a GIF because she misheard <laughs> a GIF is good to break the ice. <laughs> okay. Um, and she's... <laughs> it's going to be like a, a friendly GIF. Um... Like, that that applause was specifically for you, Steph. Not so much for Apex, but that was Steph. That was wonderful. Yeah, thank was... you, thank you. Um, <laughs> so I I think um, because I, I'm trying to appear, you know, completely unthreatening to her specifically. So I'm gonna send the you know the whale the the whale hello there, um, gif. <laughs> And um, oh I'm going to send just a... Uh, I'm trying to think if there's like a discreet way I could... Instead of just like... What was her name? Lillian? Yeah. I, instead of just being like, hi, Lillian, I want to meet. Like... <laughs> there are there are discreet... There's basically... It's... it's Think of it like, like Thieves Can't. Okay. Right? But it tends to be very localized. It tends to be hackers, mercs. They tend to use very similar vernacular so you're aware of the kind of the the ethics of this for lack of a better term (laughs) right so you leave a message basically requesting a meeting can the message be encoded in the meme uh yes actually that would probably be the best way to do it oh Uh, my god i love that and so (laughs) the question that i have for you is how much are you giving them about why you want to meet do you say you're do you say why you want to meet with her or are you just saying hey i want to meet um i feel like it'll get her attention if i say why i want to meet um versus just i'm just some hacker who wants to meet her so um really yeah i think i i would Yeah, 
I think okay. I would say. What if, could we give him some intel on, or at least like bait the hook almost with this supposed merger that we're kind of dancing around? Yeah, sort of like, you know, I scratch your back, you scratch mine. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, maybe I send just a, a little like tease of information about that merger and then um, just a little BTW who's red cap. Okay. <laughs> um, in code, all encoded. Okay. Okay. So you send that BTW. message. Is there anything <laughs> the group would like to do immediately? Like right now, it's about now. It's about it's about three in the afternoon by the time you get through lunch. The sun's high. It's a nice day. Um, Maxie's, no one's tried to kill you in twelve hours. Maxie, <laughs> walk on the beach. Maxie's going to contact that number uh, that was provided by Jose to reach out and get a hold of a nondescript, like four door, low key sedan. Yeah, it's it's a data term. Like, what do you? Okay, like yep. exactly something something common. Like he'll look up what's common for the area. He'll like try and find the you most. You want a Ford Escort? Literally, <laughs> like, well, it, it's got to be at least you know a, a, a decent sized sedan. Like you know, maybe a Taurus or you know a Mercury Sable. You know, like something. You okay. know, something uh, very common for the area. Something that wouldn't stand out. Would okay. you know? Talk about uh, terms of service. You get a, you get a message back. Uh, seven G's. Um, Maxi will wire that from his personal account. Okay. Uh, he sends you a set of cross streets and says the keys will be in it. <laughs> I have a vehicle to acquire. Um, if someone would like to come with me, if the group would like to come with me, it's a simple sedan, nothing too outlandish or conspicuous sure we can all drive that way and okay so he set you a uh, actually ironically again in the east bay uh, it's a it's a cross street in the warehouse district not far from where you were last night oh boy ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, memories <laughs> so you head across the bridge. Uh, which one is that one? You're going to go across Yerba Buena, down the 80, and you head out to the warehouse district. When you get there, you see a Puce Buick just sitting this, on the corner. This fits the specifications I re requested. He's said, isn't that the trailer you were hiding in yesterday? Yeah, I think it was. At least around here somewhere. We are not far. Okay, so you pick up your Puce Buick. Uh, about this time, Apex, you get a uh, anonymous message back that says Rusty Knife, 7 p.m. <laughs> oh, what time's the party? <laughs> oh, that party doesn't start till like 9.30 or 10. Okay, good. <laughs> like officially, it starts at officially it starts at eight, but Zed will tell you you want to be fashionably late. Okay, okay. You uh, never show up right when the party starts. 
<laughs> okay, good. I didn't want to miss out on the party because I'm doing something incredibly dangerous. Um, all right, got a meeting set up. I would really appreciate backup. Um, just in case. So here's what I want to do. I want to... I want to go undercover at the bar before she shows up. <laughs> okay. So I want to completely get decked out like punk hacker. I, I, we, we go, we run back to like, we run back to our apartment. I go into my room. Okay. So there's a fine line between doing this well and doing it where it becomes like parody. Yeah. So I'll let you use deceit or underworld to try and pull it off. And then Apex will be waiting for you outside of your your room. My suggestion is, uh, for Maxi is going to be that Maxi drives her in the nondescript sedan and then will stay parked in the sedan roughly a block away. Okay. Or less, uh, shortly less than a little less than a block away. Chone, are you going with Apex? Yeah. So with the deceit, I'm at a twenty-one. Ooh. Okay. Um. When Zed comes out of his room, Apex, he's passing, but he's a little too like stiff still, a little too flashy in his walk. Uh. <laughs> Zed, you gotta get it, you know, like loosen up. Loosen oh, up. okay. You know, try slouching. Yeah, <laughs> you are try way take, too, way too shiny still. <laughs> take, take like three shots and go roll in the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> you look. Do like... you want me to punch him three times? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Might not be a bad idea. <laughs> no, but <laughs> yeah, just you know, like. T tussle, tussle your hair a little bit and you know yeah I've got the glam in full effect like I use my glam more at disguise and changing my appearance than just style okay so, I believe I believe she's saying you should tone it down a little yeah it's like, so, it's a, like that much less fancy so as we're standing there, this is like montage scene. <laughs> I'm shifting my stance. I'm adjusting my pose a little bit of room, adding an article of clothing, taking something off. Like I'm just getting into the groove. Okay. So you, you feel pretty confident right now. So are you all ready to head that direction? Chone puts on a hoodie. Zed, are you bringing a change of clothes so you can go straight to the party, or are you going to come back to your apartment first? I'll throw some stuff into the car just in case. Okay. Uh, Probably a good idea for all of us. So, Chone and Apex, you're going with Maxi in the Puce Buick. Um, Zed, are you driving yourself separately, or are you going to take a car share, or how are you getting there? I feel like I'll ride with them, but they can drop me off like a dozen blocks out. Okay. And I'll just shamble on over. 
Okay. <laughs> Shamble. That'll help the look. <laughs> uh, so they drop you off, and you head toward the bar. And uh, as you walk into the bar, uh, the floors are two by six, like stud style lumber. That looks like it's been sprayed down, sanded, sprayed down some more. They threw some like rubberized coating on it. So, you know, people didn't slip and die. Um, There is one huge U-shaped bar as you walk in to your right. It looks like where you normally would have like a pit and there's a stage that's currently unoccupied further down, right? Uh, Right now it's seven. So there's only about 30 people in the bar. It's a pretty big place. It looks like a converted warehouse. Right, that they've kind of lifted. Um, you see four or five bartenders back behind the bar. Most of them are wearing like white tank tops and black jeans with like spike belts. They've got, you know, bottle openers hanging. You see one of the bartenders, she walks up to you, she's like, What you want? Beer, whatever's on tap. Light or dark? Dark. Okay. She meanders over and grabs a like plastic cup. This is the kind of place you don't think they probably give out a lot of glass bottles for, you know, safety. (laughs) And she pours you a beer. She goes, that'll be three. Give her five. Thanks. And there's music playing at like a medium volume over it. Like not so loud that you can't talk, but loud enough to where it's not like just background noise. So 20, 30 people in there. Looks like uh, four or five of them just came from a construction site because they're still wearing like those uh, orange high-vis shirts with the yellow stripes, right? Uh, it's definitely a, a working, like, lower-class bar. All I want to do at this point is, like, find a table in the corner okay, and watch. Easy to find. Yeah. I'm not going to engage in conversation. I'm not going to try to strike up anything at the bar. I'm just going to hang out. Okay. Um, a few minutes later, uh, Maxi, Chone, and Apex, you arrive out front. Uh, there is parking on the side of the bar. And uh, Maxi will uh, drop them off and then pull the car around and sit in the driver's seat. Pretending to sleep. All right, we'll call if we need you. I will be here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I will head towards the bar. Um, you walk in seeing very similar scene. It's only been about 15 minutes. Uh, you do see Zed off in a corner, kind of sitting by himself. Um, He's kind of put like a sad look, like sad, tired, like, man, I'm so tired. Like life's beating him down. Look on his face. Nice. So exactly like I look right now in real. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Zed is doing a wonderful Caleb impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just like, um, you approach the bar. Bartender looks at you and goes, drinks. Yes, please. I'll have a beer. Light or dark? Light. Dark. Okay. Goes and pulls two beers. It's a dollar shot night. 
Wait. I will pay him. Oh, shots? Him. Oh. Uh, yeah, I mean... I think we'll start with the beer. All right. Might need the shots later. <laughs> so... You are hanging out there for a few minutes, drinking beer. So are you doing anything right now? Uh, there weren't any instructions on. Nope. How to meet her. Okay. <laughs> um, so I think to start with, I'll sit at the bar and just kind of like look around at the crowd and see if anyone kind of stands out to me. All right. Give me a perception roll. Oh boy. How do I do that? Let's see. Chone, what are you doing? I'm just kind of seeming to enjoy my beer, but I'm doing a quiet, very quiet scan of the local networks just to see what's here. I'm not intruding or anything, I'm just doing a low level scan. Okay, give me a networks check. And can I use my watcher for my perception? Mm, yes. Okay, so that's a total of 30. Okay. I also got a 30. Uh, somebody's definitely looking at you right now. He looks to be about 6'9", uh, very lean, like very, very lean. Not like unhealthy, but just like super lean, tight muscle. Uh, long locks, uh, wearing like black, like track pants, some really, really nice sneakers. Got that swimmer's bod. <laughs> I was thinking he was a belter. <laughs> um, like tight black t-shirt. Um, and he's just kind of watching us. Yep, just kind of watching you right now. Um, uh, I'll give him a wink. Okay. Um, uh, Maxi, go ahead and make me. Are you doing anything in the car? Are you actually sleeping? Or no, Maxi. Maxi is. It's. It's like he's got the seat leaned back a little bit. His head's. His head is back, but his eyes are like. Look, he's looking around like this. He's keeping an eye out. He's not actually sleeping. Give me a dad nap. Give me a perception yeah. check. <laughs> a dad nap. Okay. Maxie needs to do perception too. Okay. A couple seconds after you wink, he walks over. He goes, you Apex? You've heard of me. He goes, was told to look out for you. He uh, motions to the uh, bartender. He goes like this. Bartender comes over, pours three shots. He goes, take a drink. All right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I will Come take on. the shot. Okay. Sorry, I'm actually just pulling up my character Joan? sheet, but it's taken a second. Sorry about that. Mm -hmm. Do you take the shot? Oh, if it's put in front of the, if it's put in front of them, they will definitely. Okay. Because uh, fitting in. Your escort takes his shot. He goes, Come with me. All right. So he leads you down through the pit up onto the stage and then kind of backstage right. Uh, after you go through there, he pushes open a door. You go down a set of stairs, down another set of stairs into the basement. Um, Chone, what was your networks check? 30. Um, so there's a baseline public Wi-Fi node nearby that's feeding into this place, but there is a low level hum of something pretty big below you. Okay. 
I don't want to trip that, but that is in case I need it later. Yep. Uh, so he leads you to a steel door and then boom, 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 boom. And you see a camera pop out. Look at him. He, he gives a kind of one of those motions. Camera pops back in. Door, you hear the maglock disengage. The door swings open. And you walk in and you see on one side of the room, there's a like basically 30 screens with different data flows, some news feeds, various other stuff. There's two hackers sitting in front of that, just kind of like in back, lean back chairs, like watching it. Right. They look checked in. And then you see a woman. She looks like she's in her early 40s. Um, blonde, spiky hair. Right. Jean jacket with like a big anarchy sign on the back bunch of patches on it spiked cufflinks she's got a the her arm from her left elbow down is cybernetic like real rough cyber she goes to your apex you must be Lillian she was clever little gif and a good way to get my attention thank you I, I was trying to keep it friendly. That's good. We like friendly around here. Good. I do too. I was hoping we could keep this nice and friendly. Possible. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, we've, uh, as you saw in my GIF, we've got some information we'd be happy to share. And. Uh, uh, we have some questions hoping you can help us with. Possible. Okay, Maxi, what did you get in your perception? Uh, oh, there I you go. I was just, just sending you a note. I rolled a 14. Okay. Okay. Um, she goes, what do you got in trade? We'd heard about the UWI dynamic merger. We weren't sure it was happening, but it's good. But you need more kind of information are you looking for? Oh, anything useful, sweetheart. <laughs> well, um, gosh, I, it's, you know, we know there's going to be, sorry, it's distracted by the cat in the background. <laughs> Cats. Attack. Really? Um, <laughs> so we know there's going to be a party with those two corpses, which right. uh, you know, obviously you mentioned a name in your message. I did mention a name in our message. Um, Why do you yeah. want to know who he is? You want to know who he is? Why do you want to know who he is? I oh, know who I... he is. Okay, I was gonna say. I thought you wanted me to tell you who he was, and I was like, that's why I'm here. Um, yeah. So who's up first? <laughs> she looks at you. She goes. She goes. Are you nervous? A little bit. A little bit. Your um, your reputation precedes you. You're uh, she, very. She points you to like a, a a couch, like a black leather couch, that's sitting off to one side. She goes, sit, relax. Um, thank you. Thank you. Sorry. I just you know, usually I, I'm just a freelancer. I don't. Um, don't do this very often. So, um, yeah, we're, you know, we're doing some work and, uh, we 
noticed some people were spying on us, and uh, we believe they were hired by Redcap. <laughs> and I would like to know why. She goes, you probably don't. <laughs> we'll come back to that in a minute. <laughs> okay. She goes, the only reason you made it down here is you and Chone there got vouched for. By whom? Uh, I believe you met him. His name is Paro. Or at least that's ah, one of the things he calls himself. Our friend Paro. Uh, do you know who he is? I do. Oh, there's more information I would just love to have. <laughs> huh. But that's nice. He's vouching for us. Um, so, you know, we're, we're on the up and up. Yeah, such as it is. So here's the deal. Um, I can give you this information, but I need something in return. Okay. I need you to fetch one of a few things for me. Uh, you mentioned you're going to a party later tonight? Mm, yes. Sure are. Okay. So here's what I need. I need you to do one of two things. I need you to get a bug into the VIP. Like a Ooh. VIP room? Mm-hmm. Okay. Of that club. Okay. Okay. Before a meeting is supposed to start at 11. <laughs> or okay. I need you to break into someplace for me. What sounds more up your alley? <laughs> uh, depend, depends on the type of place you want broken into. Are we talking digital or physical? It's probably an air gap system, so you're probably going to have to go in yourself. Mm. Uh, well, I mean, I think the party thing, we're going to be there anyway. Um... I, I got a fancy friend. He can probably get himself in the VIP room. Yeah, he's the one sitting upstairs, right? <laughs> Slumming told it. Him, I told him he looked too shiny. He's just... He's, he's just too fancy. He, he, did, he, did, he did a very passable job. Okay. But it's my job, you know, to know yeah, these things. I respect that, you know? I, I respect that you, you paid attention to that. So, um, he seems very sweet. He, he's he's something yeah <laughs> he's he's a uh, very talented so okay so if we plant this bug in the vip room is it do you have the bug do you want me to develop the like a, i mean i can give you one if you need one i mean we're kind of on a timetable so if you got one she motions to the guy who brought you down there he goes over to a cabinet on the other side of the room, pulls out a thing, and then he pulls out a hard case. It's about probably about six by four by two. He goes, there's three inside. Perfect. Okay. So we do this thing and then we meet up with you. And I will tell you who Red Cap is. And if you still want for? to know. What's that? And who he works for. I will give you as much information about that as I have. 
Okay. Okay. And like, why wouldn't we want to know? Um, because most people who find out who he works for die. Okay. I mean, you're you're alive, so that's <laughs> yes. encouraging. Yes. And there's a reason for that. Yeah. Okay. Chone? Thoughts? We got, we got this right. Chone's a little, looks almost a little unsteady. Uh, not being a drinker, the shot kind of went right to their head. Oh, no. Nope. I think we're fine. Maxie, give me one more perception check. Mm-hmm. Caleb, give me a perception check. Zed. Zed as Caleb. Zed as Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> he was so far in character. Time. That's a little better. Six, Zed 16 so for Maxie. Okay. You're not 100% sure, Maxie, but you think you might have a tail. Would right. my watcher help with my perception in this case? Yes. Yes. Maxie, you think? You're not sure because it's getting pretty dim out. It's it's twilighty kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so the glare on the windows. But you're pretty sure that about a block down, there's a black sedan with a, two people in the front seat who've been sitting there basically since you got there. Okay. Like since you parked. Mm-hmm. You didn't spot them at first, but you're pretty sure they're watching. 19. Caleb. There's somebody in the club who looks almost more out of place than you. One of these looks very uncomfortable. Not like the other. <laughs> like, like you're kind of trying to slouch in the back and, and, and nurse your beer and do your thing. This person looks very like they're very like their eyes are darting around a lot. They again look like they kind of put on a disguise, etc. So I'm going to text Apex real fast and say, peep, peep my watcher feed and zoom in on this individual. I will show that to Lillian. Be like, this one of yours? She goes, nope. Hmm. You might want to check him out. He looks kind of dodgy. He looks kind of green. Uh, fair. But thank you for the tip off. We'll take a look. You're welcome. See, that's what friends do. They help each other out. She goes, are we going to be friends? Well, you know, I, I think we're, we're working in that direction. Okay. Sounds good. Excellent. Okay. Let's go bug a VIP room. <laughs> Let's go. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> well, Lillian, it was a pleasure. Likewise. I wish you all the luck in the world. Thank you. I feel like we might need it. <laughs> all right. And, and you are uh, escorted out of the basement and back up to the okay. thing where you see Caleb still sitting in his sad wooden chair. <laughs> <laughs> we collect him. Yeah, I'll definitely go over. But you were too shiny. You just, you just stood we out. You should have let Maxie hit you. 
Yeah. <laughs> Maybe next time. <laughs> but she did say it was a valiant effort, so. Well, that's good. No. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> so you you are you heading outside to meet with Maxie? Yeah, I think so. Yep. Okay. So right. Maxie will pull the car up if they if they send him a note saying they're coming out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, when when Maxi moves the car, does the sedan behind me pull out? So you pull around to the front and mm-hmm. Apex, Chone, and Zed get into the car. As you pull away from the club, are you going toward where the sedan is or away from where the sedan is? Away from where the sedan is. Okay. And everybody in the car, give me perception checks. Well, when as soon as they get in the car... Like, I'm not going to turn to address them, but I'll just simply say, I believe we have a tail. Okay. Watcher counts for this? Yep. 19 again. Okay. 25. 11. 13. Okay. Uh, Zed and Chone, here's what you notice. You pull out, and as you take your first right, the black sedan keeps going, but as it does, it kind of like tap, double taps its brights. And as you get about another 200 feet down, a different car pulls out and starts following you. We've got the team on us. Definitely got a tail. Maxi, can you shake them? Do you want me to shake them or do you want me to bring them somewhere we may be able to stop them? Well, we the know last time, the last we know time. a warehouse that's good for ambushes. The last time we tried to do that, it didn't end well. Maybe we try to shake them first. Yeah, can we can we do that, that real casual? Yeah. Real casual drive. Oh, I can certainly take the scenic route. Okay. We do have a party we need to go to. And so uh, it's about eight o'clock now. By the time you're you're driving again. Uh you're guessing in this time of night it's an hour-ish drive from where you're at back to that side of the bay. And so obviously again, you don't want to be early. I was, I, yeah, if uh, Maxie would likely say something like about my understanding is that it is good to be fashionably late to a soiree or get together. Absolutely. We, it is. But we need to have someone in the VIP room. early. Yeah. What time what? was that? What time was that going to happen? Before 11. What time is what going to happen? Don't worry about uh, it. We need Mr. Fancy here to help us out. Okay. We need to glow up. Maxie, what are you doing to shake the tail? Oh, well, Maxie's going to use his driving skill to try to... So are you doing like switchbacks? What are you doing? Yeah, so Maxie's going to do a couple of different... He's going to switch back twice. Okay. He's going to try to use traffic to his advantage. And okay. try to time his driving so that he's catching red lights. But like right as it turns red. Exactly. He's 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 trying to put himself in a position where he'll beat the light, but the car behind him will not. Okay. Well, and they're keeping a little bit of distance from you, so you've mm-hmm. got some wiggle there, right? Because mm-hmm. they're not like right on your butt. They're staying about four car lengths behind you. 
And I will also say that Maxie is trying to do this casually. He is not trying to obviously shake them. Okay, because, there, yeah, there's two ways you can, that Maxie knows he can do it. Maxie knows that he could do it in a way where he's basically sending them a message of, I know you're there. Or he could do it in a way where it's just like, they won't realize that they got made, but that he'll just shake them. That's what he's trying to do. You don't want him to after, know that they got made. After his, his first failed attempt to warn off surveillance with a gun on a balcony, uh, Maxie is erring on the side of caution this time. Okay. Okay. All right, give me a drive check. All right. Come on, come on, baby. That's better. 19, hold on. 19. How's Chone feeling right now? There you go. A little car sick. <laughs> or alcohol sick. They're not sure. <laughs> 22 for the drive check. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, that was not good for them. Okay, uh, it takes you about a mile and a half. You do two pops like fast, but they kind of stay on you where you're trying mm-hmm. to do switchbacks. And it's actually the third time that you make another. You're basically going down left. You go back past where the club was, make another left, pop a quick right. And as you're making your next one to head back toward the bridge, uh, that's when you, you manage it. You catch the red turn arrow right as it turns red. And there's still three cars between you and them. And so they get stuck. Wonderful. Behind the car that they... As as soon as I realize that they've been stuck, uh, Maxie will take another block or two, or if we're on the bridge now, he'll go the length of the bridge and then try to find a quicker way or a, a shorter way back to the location of the party. Um, there's not really a shorter way. You took the shortest way, which is across the 80. Okay. Um, I'll believe you because I certainly don't know the map of Silicon City. Um, so I'm looking at the lovely San Francisco Bay right now. Yeah, I mean you're you're going back across the river of Buena Island on okay. the Eisenhower. So yeah, you make it back across the bridge by about 840. And at that back. point, I was gonna say at that point, then then uh, we'll use a little bit more aggressive driving to get to the party, uh, get closer to the party, at least give everyone time to change. Do we have okay. time to stop? Do we have time to stop back by the penthouse before the party, or are we still too far away? No, I, I mean the the party is actually not far from the penthouse. So, all right, no, because your your penthouse is very very close to downtown San Francisco. Does anyone need to stop to change, or need anything from the penthouse? How fancy is this party? It's a mixer, uh, Zed. So it depends on who all's going in. Is everybody going in? Not so. Okay. So uh, I am definitely going to be the one getting into the back room. Um, if Apex, you would care to uh, accompany me, I think a couple could get in easier than a single. So okay. if you want to do that and feel comfortable, then that would be a little bit of a a fancier presentation. Gotcha. Um, how close is my apartment to all this? Uh, yours is down in Daly City, so it's a ways. Okay. 
I mean, I I bought clothes. Okay. Well, we laid then. in a supply for you, both of you. 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 <laughs> so um, I will have my glam change my hair color to black. Also, probably not a bad idea to change cars because showing up at this in a puce green Buick, Buick is probably. <laughs> Not where you want to be. So what we'll do is we'll stop. You guys go back to the penthouse and prepare to change. Mm-hmm. And that is where we will pick up uh, next episode. Maxie will dress as the driver. <laughs> Does Maxie put on a leather flat cap? Uh, Maxie has a leather flat cap in his bag. Yes. <laughs> but is Maxie going to wear a leather flat cap? Yeah, yeah. This is okay. yeah, Of course, of course. He's a driver. <laughs> Perfect. So, actually, something in Identico that you would, uh, your characters would know is drivers and valets are a symbol of being rich because most people who just have cars have self driving cars and things like that. Having a driver slash valet means that you have money to hire household staff. So, Zed, you'll appreciate the, the, how that will increase your appearance. And we definitely get to do a, a reverse montage of what yes. we did a few hours ago. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's wonderful. No, the uh, reverse montage is just the three of you sitting there while Maxi tries on different flat caps. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's what we're going to call tonight's episode. Everyone, right. thank you for joining us. Um, let's see here. Uh, Z- uh, Caleb, where can we find you on the interwebs? Uh, check me out on the socials at the Caleb G and tune in tomorrow night over on the RPG Academy Twitch channel for our 13th age actual play of Shadow Spawns. Which is also why he needs a yarn wall. I've been watching that one a little <laughs> bit and I'm like, he needs a yarn wall for this one too. I okay. promise I'll work on it. I promise. Okay. <laughs> Haley, where can we find you on the interwebs? Uh, best place to find me is over on the Redemption Podcast. Podcast.com and Michael. You can find me on Twitter at LoserMLW. Uh, if you are interested in having any voiceover work done, you can also find my voiceover account linked within. And uh, you can find me on the Redemption Podcast as well with Kaylee. And Steph. You can find me at Starlit Firefly on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, TikTok anything um and you can also find me on welcome to st paxton podcast which records on sundays on twitch.tv slash geekly inc and once again i am alex the humanoid you can find me on the twitters at alex the humanoid and i will hopefully you know boring we've been you know shots and things like that covid stuff uh we'll be back here wednesday night for the angel cities podcast where i will be playing in that and uh angel city stories and you can also find our stuff at playidentico.com uh so everyone thank you for joining us and have a wonderful night uh keep wearing your mask get vaccinated if you can and everyone be safe out there goodbye goodbye Bye. 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 Bye.